There we go. We're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique. Tonight, there's a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We've got Megan coming back for, I don't know, third, fourth, fifth, twelfth time. I lose count. Mr. Jeff is back with us again, or in your case, Instagram. Mr. Jeff is over here. By the way, if you're watching us on Instagram, you can also watch us on YouTube, which means you can put us up on your big screen TV. Uh, I don't know if you would want to do that. But if you don't want to see these mugs, you can also listen to us on Spotify. Well, or your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, we are not live on Spotify. You will have to wait till the morning to listen to us on Spotify, but you can listen to all our previous shows. A la carte. A la carte. A la carte. Yes, oh, yes. gracious me. Uh, it, I, I was saying earlier, it is a good time to be a geek. There's so much going on right now, so I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get into it. Well, first of all, how are you guys doing? Uh, let's start with Megan. Megan, we haven't spoken in a while. You're all dressed up tonight. I, I kind of want to. I kind of wish I was dressed up. Although I did bring, or, or you know, I've got a couple oh, of little things that I want to yes, be showing please. off. Yes, please. Uh, so we're going to talk about some of this stuff in a little bit. But Megan, what's going on with you? So uh, I have been up to a lot of markets, a lot of sewing, and uh, a lot of a lot of geek media. And trying to balance all of that has been very interesting, <laughs> but it has been fun. So I'm 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 so ready. I'm so ready to freak out about things. <laughs> so you've been doing a bunch of markets already. Um, I think there was two or three in the last month. If I remember, you correct me if I'm wrong, but just from the Instagram posts that I've been seeing. And there's a bunch more coming in the next two or three weeks as well, isn't there? Uh, so, yes, I have done, oh, Lord, I've done four markets already this year. And then I've got uh, the next one. I have a gap, though. I don't have the next mm -hmm. one until uh, mid to end of June, mm -hmm. uh, July. So <laughs> I have a rest. I can just work on my actual online orders. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's been it has been a lot, but it's been very fun. Now, are you, uh, I mean, do you have any time to prepare for Fan Expo at this point? Yeah, I've got a little bit of time. I'm only planning on doing two days now just because of uh, people and time and money. So I'm going to be there on the Thursday and on the Saturday. Give a little bit of gap in between. Mm -hmm. And I already uh, have my Saturday. I'm using my Galadriel. Yeah. And then Thursday, I need to, uh, to finish the, the cosplay I will be doing. Ah, yes, yes. Perfect. Uh, Megan, are you listening to us through your headphones at all? Oh, you're on mute. Uh, see, I told you. You're. <laughs> I knew I'd catch you at least once. You're on mute. So the people on Instagram, you can hear her, but she's muted herself here on the stream yard, so we can't hear her anymore. So I have the headphones plugged in. I'm just messing around with settings to see if I can get these ones on to... Um... Oh dear Lord, words. If I can get this onto my Bluetooth, that way the computer will shut up because that. Yes, because you're causing a lot of feedback for the peeps on the grams. So yeah. that's why the feedback is happening, folks. We're, uh, as always, experiencing te technical difficulties. This is the joy of trying to stream on multiple platform 
for you folks because you know you should just go over to uh, uh, YouTube. Make it easier. Actually, go over to YouTube. Everybody will be. You know, nobody will. Wait, no, I now the echo's real bad on our side now. It is. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm like, I turned off one from mute. What if I do that? Uh, I don't know. No, I can still hear us. Yeah. So again, we'll just do the same thing before Megan. We'll just mute you. Yeah, we'll just mute you, and then when you need to talk, <clears throat> we'll then take it off mute. There you go. Uh, but you do need to hook up some headphones into your computer though, so that the folks on Instagram can hear us. Um, because that feedback's not going to work. But if you hook up your <laughs> Wayne Wayne is saying, hey, you guys, I decided to one IG page today. How are you guys doing? Wayne, I'm disappointed. We we require your two-page visit. That's that needs <laughs> our, need that artificial lift in our uh, interviewing. So uh, get over on the Body Heroes too, buddy. I don't, I don't want any excuses. I want results. Uh, Megan, I was just asking, do you have any time at all to prepare for Fan Expo? Do you have anything going on? I know you're part of, of I think you're part of Lindsay's well, there's a bunch of people, I guess, uh, doing the Lord of the Rings group. Are you not? Or am I mistaken? So I'm going to be Lord of the Ringsing on the uh, Saturday. I'm going to be wearing yeah. my Galadriel. Uh, yeah. It sounds like some people are going in and out for like photos and that. So I will hang out with the group at certain points. And then I will wander at other points. Because mm -hmm. it's an entire day. And just standing yeah. in one spot at the bottom of the escalators would get boring. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, been having a rough time this week. Um, I was actually doing pretty good, and then today has been a, a setback. So, mm. yeah, <clears throat> but I finally heard from my uh, from my doctor, and so we're, we're we're progressing, moving forward now with it with a with a plan and such. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, today was today's been a rough day, but got some Gatorade, I've got some medication. Got a puffer. We're we're gonna get through it, guys. Because I mean, it's just too. This what's just happened yesterday is just too big not to sit here and talk about. So there's no way I was Ooh. gonna miss this episode. So hello there. So many so many good things to talk about. Like Jace is saying, like we could spend the next three hours talking about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds and the boys and Stranger Things and the Lord of the Rings series is coming out. They've released some stills from that, from the orcs. And they look Umbrella so cool. Academy season three is out. <clears throat> Umbrella Academy season three. Yeah. So there's so it's a really, like JS said, it's a really, really good time to be a geek. But having said all that, spoilers, I mentioned it in the story. I mentioned it at the top of the Instagram live, and I'm going to mention it to everybody now as well. That's watching. We are talking about stuff that happened yesterday on Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series or season finale, depending on, who you believe and we'll talk about that too mm -hmm. so if you do not want yesterday's episode of obi-wan kenobi spoiled for you shuffle off this mortal coil and uh tune in well we'll talk about obi-wan towards the end we'll let people know when we're getting you know into spoiler territory but for sure we are going to be talking spoilers i mean we have to because we wait till next week we'll forget about it and then we won't talk about it so no, you know streak with the iron's hot That's yes sure. sir yes sir we need to talk about it um, <clears throat> fan expo. Uh, I'm in crunch. Well, crunch. I mean, I'm I'm starting crunch mode because I I I just finally ordered all my costume parts for my Doc Ock. I'm just oh, finally nice. now putting a plan together. Where I've started building prototypes and stuff for my arms, yep. or for the tentacles. 
but that doesn't leave me a whole lot of time. So I'm 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 at it now. I'm going to be at it hard for the next little while. What are you doing again, costume wise? And do you have to put anything together, or are you just basically packing and going? Uh, so Megan and I are doing Corbin Dallas and Lilu from That's right. Fifth Element. That's on That's Thursday. Right. Uh, Friday is still kind of up in the air right now. Uh, Michael and I are talking about uh, teaming up for some Star Wars with our friend Pippa and mm-hmm. uh, maybe doing a, a little three-way photo shoot at that point. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, yeah, is Boromir. So I do have uh, the wig for Boromir uh, is on its way to Erica right now. I had it shipped directly to her and she's going to be styling it. Our friend Erica Adam that has been on the podcast a couple of times. She is a wig magician. So I've got a wig coming her way and she's going to help me out with that. And then Sunday, the the, the saga of Batman is still uh, is still a bit of an issue. So I ordered bat, a custom Batman Battinson from Etsy in February. It has still not arrived. It was shipped on May 16th, and it shows it leaving Germany, and then there's no further updates at that point. Mm-hmm. So I got in touch with the seller on Etsy, and if it's not, if there's an update by the weekend, he's going to register it as lost and... And then at that point, he said, you will either get your product or you'll get your money back. So, yeah, either way, if that's the case, then I'll just go on to a, a site like Sim Cosplay or whatever that actually does a fairly decent Battinson, and I'll grab that, and then I'll just have to do some modifications for Fan Expo for Sunday. So that's myself and um, our friend Victoria, the the dork side. We're going to be doing Battinson and Catwoman. So Yeah, I heard yeah, Catwoman's pretty good. <clears throat> she was yeah, yeah. uh she uh wore a cat woman at uh comic-con if you didn't see her it was pretty good yeah for sure uh wayne says just keeping you on your toes omni jeff thanks wayne good to see you we've had a bunch of people join since then uh wayne does anyone know where i can get afro wig i want to do a felix magical cosplay from encanto says wayne and he says i want to do to be encanto group cosplay so if anybody knows where to get a good afro wig maybe chime in in the channel there or uh, if either one of you, that's way beyond my my boundary. What about you, Megan? That's probably more in your wheelhouse. What do you think? Take yourself off mute. I'm trying to think. I I know. I'm trying to think what would work well for it. Uh, my go-to normally is wig is fashion. If I want like a really specific type of wig, but I don't know if they have anything that would be that curly. Normally, their curls are more just like styled like curler curls. Hmm. That's fair. Oh, and there's Tanith. Hello, Tanith. <clears throat> uh, Liam Cumming is saying, are you at Fan Expo this year, Megan? So, uh, yes, she is, as a matter of fact. Yes, I will be. I'm going to be there on the Thursday and on the Saturday. So, giving myself a break in between because I'm doing the drive each day this time, and I don't feel like going back and forth for four days in a row with the price that gas is with Toronto now. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just stay in Toronto, but that, you know... If you're going to be driving back and forth four days, yeah, you might as well just stay in Toronto. It makes no sense. Gas is just crazy. Uh, guys, have you seen the uh, Lord of the Rings pictures that came out this week showing off the new orcs? I'm really hoping it's shut some people up. And, and yeah, like, the what the hell, man? Those <clears throat> orcs look fucking dope. And Those I pictures guess. look dope. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is, like, yeah. full-blown big. I mean, obviously, it's big-budget production. We already knew it was big-budget production. But this is legit. Yeah. This looks legit. Yeah. They're not messing around. I guess it's 90 to 95% practical. And then they're going to use some CGI just to enhance, like, 
the right. eye color and the teeth and such, but everything else is going to be all practical, practical and it looks really, really good. So yeah, I uh, I don't know what team they have working on this, but man, <clears throat> oh man, is it ridiculous! You have I'm looking by the your reaction, Megan. I'm assuming you haven't seen the pictures. I have not seen it yet. I'm really tempted to open up another tab and just like quickly Google it. That way, I can experience it. You should, because I was I was surprised. I I was half expecting, and that's my own fault. I was half expecting when I opened the pictures that they were going to be completely out to left field. But no, man. We're, yeah, I was I was very very happy with with what I saw. Very, very orcs, happy. Orcs look like orcs. Is that orcs sure, yeah. look like yeah. orcs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're not going to see urukais because the urukais were created in the time of the movies. Right. Right. They were created yeah. at that point. To f there were no urukais before that. Correct. Yeah. I I'm no crazy Mike cosplay as far as the lore stuff goes, but I do know Fair this enough. happens. This happens thousands of years before the timeline right. where we see in the movies, and you clearly see Sauron creating the urukai in the movies. So in the movies, yeah. The so movies, okay. Yeah. So I don't know how well that translates from the book, but I, I would guess that yeah, we'll just get we'll, orcs. I imagine we'll probably get some goblins and other wee beasties, but right. But we're not going to get the urukais, which is fine. Um, because that's a look that I feel like they could screw up very easily. So I'm okay Screwed. with them not being involved in this. Um, have you guys seen it? So I'm going through some tidbits of of news and facts that I've seen over the last week. Have you guys and and you guys on Instagram as well? Have you heard there is an unwrapped copy? of Back to the Future on VHS that has sold at auction for $75,000. Wow. $75,000 to buy a VHS date. No. To be fair, it's unwrapped. That person's never going to watch that VHS tape, but I mean, I don't even have I don't even have a DVD player. Like what would I do with a VHS tape? Oh, we just lost Megan on the on the gram. We did lose Megan on the gram. Uh, you guys haven't heard about this? I I have not. I'm not going to lie to you. That's 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 the first time I'm hearing of this. So, so this is apparently the highest price ever paid at auction for a VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> like seventy five. Like who the fuck spends seventy five thousand dollars on a VHS tape? I mean, if you guys have $75,000 to spend on a VHS tape, I, I've got a oh, copy of The Abyss okay. that you will want. Did you see what uh, Jennifer said, though, in the chat? It was it owned, was owned signed, signed by, by Biff. Ah, okay. uh, well, that there makes is, a whole lot of sense. There is another element there. You good, Megan? Okay. I think I figured out how to mute my phone, so I won't echo. Ah, Ooh. perfect. Oh, ah, look at that. Ah, hey. hey. I don't know what you did, but you got to let us in on it so we can let everybody else know so that I, in I the will future. Send a YouTube video. Yes. It's very helpful. Yes, definitely. Hell yeah. YouTube. Is there anything they can't do? Nerds. Yeah, probably. Collectibles are weird, man. It, and it's in it. Every single collectible that's ever been sold always comes down. They're like, how much is it worth? It's worth exactly as much as someone's willing to pay for it. And mm -hmm. someone's willing to pay $75,000. 75, 75 grand. 
for a wraps <laughs> tape that was owned by Biff. Signed a by VHS tape that you're never going to watch. No. Nope. Sure but not. I feel like if you're the kind of person that can drop $75,000 on that, $75,000 probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you. So. Well, it's a VHS tape. So $75,000 can't mean that much. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. So. Like, it's a cool nostalgia thing. Like, if you have people over, you can be like, this is an original wrapped cut. But I mean. You know, and it's it graded like and everything. You know how they grade comic books and they put a sticker on it that says it's. This yeah, of course. It's yeah. graded and everything. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 one. That's one way to go. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's, yep. that's something. Uh, dreams. How you doing, Kareem? Good to see you, buddy. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to. I'm not going to segue. I'm just going to dive right in. I'm assuming you all know that yeah. Indiana Jones 5 is is not only filming, but I think they're almost done, or they may have even wrapped. Wow, already? I think they may have wrapped. Uh, I, they, I could I be wrong. They just started. No, didn't they start like two months ago or three months ago? I remember they released a still, like one single oh, still true, of yes. him on set dressed in well, a suit. How long ago was that? Together. I, I don't know, man. I'd have, I guess. Well, I'd, okay. Well, either way, if they're not, if they haven't wrapped, they're, they're filming now. So there is, yeah, yeah, there is yeah. a Indiana filming. Jones five coming. Yes. Um, now there's a website <laughs> on the interweebs called geekculture.co. And I mean, some of their articles, I'm not going to lie, are quite funny because it's like, okay, thanks captain obvious. But this one is really good. Because this one says, and hold on to your indie hats, folks. Indiana Jones 5 is everything fans want, says producer. Now, I think I've heard that many, many times now, including from Ryan Johnson. And we all know how that turned out. Producers are going to say producer things. So, Well, exactly. So Harrison Ford is reprising his role as Indiana Jones for fifth and final film. Producer Frank Marshall thinks fans are going to love it. Love it, he says. It's a great story. It's a great character. And I think you're going to be very happy with this movie, Marshall told A-Frame. It's everything I think everybody wants out of it in an Indiana Jones movie. Now, (laughs) to be fair, I mean, what else can a producer say about a movie that he's producing, right? He's not going to say, ah, this movie's fucking shit, you know? He's not going to be like, well, it's a good money grab, but you guys will go and see it because it's Indiana Jones. I, I just think it's funny that somebody would write an article on on this quote, built around this whole quote. It's fair. Uh, Kareem I mean, is saying, uh, wishing Harrison Ford a healthy shoot. Yes, I would agree. He seems to sure. hurt himself on almost every shoot now. He broke his foot on... Oh, he did. Uh, the Force Awakens and yeah. then whatever that last one yeah. was. So yeah. uh, Victoria says, get a load of that stash. Thank you. And uh, Loki, sweat. Loki Quinn said, you mean the rat? She does mean the rat. Strokes handsomely. Yes. I'll call pest control. You go ahead. It's not going anywhere. You're not, you, can, <laughs> you can feed us some cheese if you want to do that. Uh, here's the thing, though, with the latest Indiana Jones movie, especially Indiana Jones 5. Two things. One, it's clearly going to be the last one. Yeah. Right? Like Harrison Ford is like 137 years old. Was the last one? Yeah, but I mean, he he he's literally in his 80s. Like there's there's just no way. There's only so many stunts the man can do. It can only be better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, even if it's not good. It has to be better than that because that was so goddamn bad. Like if the whole thing is just a fan servicey apologetic note for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, if it's just like I would be fine with that. I'm absolutely. Fine I with would that. be fine with that. Yep. 
I have just bring out the corpse of Sean Connery and and let's do it all up. Bring in Karen Allen. Give me all the cameos, all the cool shit. Leave uh, Sheila Buff out of it. It's fine. I yeah. I don't know. I uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm I'm not gonna rule it out right off the bat. Just seeing oh, oh, Lucasfilm's <laughs> track record these last what ten years. Producers saying producer thing though that's pretty funny. Uh, producers saying producer yeah. things. Yeah. Lucasfilm producers saying Lucasfilm producer things. Uh, so you know, corpse. Yeah, uh, not the corpse. Yeah, the shame. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. That'd be it. Yeah, perfect. Ah, you know what? They can, I'm sure they can get a stand in and do some. <laughs> I wonder you know. what short round is up to. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for some short round for sure. Dr. Jones? I mean, it's, I don't, yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're totally fine. Hey, Jeff, I must ask you a question, but I'm shaving it for later. Hardy, <laughs> har, har. <laughs> oh, Tenneth is on fire tonight. Soak it in. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask to Forest City Comic Con, so I don't have to shave it. So This is uh, slowly becoming the Jeff Roasting Hour, or weekly, weekly Jeff I Roasting Hour. Bring it. My mustache will repel any of the insults that are coming <laughs> my way. So. As it should. As All right, should. listen, we uh, we got to talk about it. Uh, guys, I uh, am working on some Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I want to call them badges, insignias. I keep wanting to call them com badges, but they're not com badges in Strange New Worlds. They're just insignias. I, I actually did a funny little trickery thing where I actually split them in two to make oh, them nice. e easier to sand. Of course. And, and, and then I just... Easier to send and paint, and then boom, yep. once they're sanded and painted, of course, plop yep. them together. Uh, yep. There's no magnets in here right now. I, I have my magnets. I realize I'm out of super glue, but uh, there's a backing plate that's going to have magnets, and there's the badge with magnets, and they're going to magnetize together on your fancy shirt. I just modeled all four badges, so I've got the command badge right here. I have now done the engineering badge, the medical badge, and the science badge. If anybody is interested, I'm going to be making a short run. Let me know which badge you're interested in, and I will add it to the run. I'm going to be selling these for $25 plus tax. These are all 3D printed and then all finished by hand. The chrome is... Um, it's not a Luma Luster. It's... Uh, wow. Very expensive little model paint. I know exactly which one you're. I forget about. what it's called it's now. A and I all clad, all clad. It's all clad, all clad to chrome uh, lacquer. Yep. Um, <laughs> very expensive paint. Uh, and yeah, I'm not gonna make a hundred of these because. Oh, but you're gonna make me one, and I'm gonna give you my address. I'm yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna make you know, like I, I said, magnets. I'm gonna make a handful. Need, just give me that one, and I'll, so you can send it to me tomorrow. Just Unfortunately, put it this one's out. already sold to Debbie. Uh, <sighs> she has already paid me for it. <laughs> so this, folks, is the prototype, and it's already gone. This one's not even. It's not perfect. Like when you look at it, I mean, it's it's it looks good. But here, I'll, I'll show you looks guys good. here. Looks good. looks good, but it's not perfect. Uh, and I told her that, but hey, she wanted it right away because she wants it for June. She's got something going on second week of June. Well, I'm placing my order right now, sir. So I'm assuming you want a command badge. Yes, sir. Because you want to do a, you want to pike it up with the big hair. I do. I do want to pike. So it if up. anybody wants a strange new world badge, let me know. I've got all four. They're gonna be. Getting done over the next two weeks. So if you want one, I need to know 
in the next few uh, days. And, and to be fair, guys, that is still the original first few season discovery badge as well. So it's true. Is it? Yep. I the thought the discovery badge. badge was slightly different. I thought there was no silver border around the discovery badge. Uh, check it out. Maybe it's not, but the design is extraordinarily similar if it's not exactly the same. The new discovery badges in the future, obviously not, but. Yeah, because the the season of. one and season two discover badge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was looking up Strange New Worlds. Badge, yeah, they're not quite the same. No, no. They're very no. similar, though. Are they? The not? discovery like, the badge is also it's also layered. So the front here is completely flat. The discovery badge has like a split down, not quite. Let's oh. say thirty percent, and then it's like gotcha. layered. Uh, it looks very very similar, but it's not quite the same. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I could probably make those as well, but I don't know. That's let's fine. not get no, ahead of ourselves. I want, I want the command badge. I have magnets. Just send it to me. Give it to me. I want it. Well, I listen. I will hook you up. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm second week of June has passed. Just thank you, Tenneth. The second week of July is what I meant. Um, <laughs> she has something the second week of July, um, and I'm gonna make myself one because I'm fully planning on buying a Strange New World uniform. Hell so, yeah. So badass. Um, I did notice something in this week's episode. We get a couple of real close look at the Strange New World uniforms. And I don't know if you've noticed, but on the sleeves, it's not Federation insignias. That is the pattern. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but on their sleeves all the way down, there's a pattern in the fabric, and it's not the Starfleet insignia. It's the department insignia. So the star, so there's the star, there's this, the, the thing for the engineering, there's the cross for the medical, that's what's on their uniform. Cool. Uh, I had not noticed before now, and we got a real close look at them, a couple, a couple of them. Uh, so I thought that was cool, that we actually you're got such, to see them real up close. Because they nerd. just look at the costumes and go, what else can we possibly do to make it even more complicated for cosplayers to replicate this? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I like looking at something and, and I like the textured look. Oh, no, it looks Because cool. when you look at it on film, it actually looks like it's textured. It doesn't look like it's a print. I'm sure it is a print. Honestly, it might be textured because you can get you fabric so? that has like raised uh, prints on it. Well, either way, it looks fantastic. And uh, I want to get a uniform. And I know that uh, the uniforms that they sell now aren't 100% accurate, but I don't care. I'm the only Trekkie in the world that doesn't have a Star Trek uniform, so I'm going to be getting a Strange New World one. I would say I'm I'm right behind you. I have started my Tasha, and it's like 10% done, and I haven't gotten past 10%. Yeah, and if you're doing a Tasha, you got to get the old school, like season one, yep. next gen uniform with the stripes. Oh, exactly. Did. Oh, you did. Tell, you already tell, have tell it. Them, tell them what happened, Megan, when you bought that yeah. Tasha's Tasha yep. uniform. I, I bought that one, and uh, I forgot that I am a human being that is 90% torso. So I purchased it, and I put it on, and it uh, just went the most wedgy. And also, the very back was just straight down, because the fabric was so stretched out, it wouldn't like conform in, even though it was my size. For those that don't know, so, Megan is about 5'10 and a half-ish around there. Megan's a tall human, so... yep. Am, am now she's gonna have to make she's gonna have to make so Natasha, so but at least she's got like yeah the the base suit that she can kind of model it off of. So mm -hmm. yeah, 
a base suit and also I Robbie has been lovely and he keeps telling me that he has the pattern and I'm like I I need to actually borrow it off him at some point to use that <laughs> cuz without the pattern just... I can do it but it'll drive me nuts. Oh okay. Yeah it's it's probably going to be a lot of trial and error if you don't have the pattern, right? Like Yep. You got to draw it and then you try it and then it doesn't work and you adjust it and you redraw it and you retry it and it still doesn't yep. work and it's like ah oh. Yeah, that's why you just start it without all of the detail seams, and then you just cut in the detail seams as you need to add <laughs> panels to fix it. <laughs> make our, it good, our producer, who also happens to be the paramour of Mr. JS, says, "I'm just so proud of him. Uh, everyone should have a partner who looks at them the way JS looks at Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unabashed love. Yes, yeah, that's that right. is the goal." <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. Listen, so it's been a half an hour. Can we? Can we? No, no, not yet, not yet. Can My we talk about God. Strange New Worlds? We haven't talked about last week's oh, Strange New Worlds. Killing me. Yes, we can. Which we one? haven't last talked about last week? week's Strange New Worlds. Well, I mean, this oh, yeah. week's. Look, I I don't know that I want to talk about this week's. This week's. I cried. In this week's oh, yeah. episode. Hey. Uh, I didn't like this week's episode. It made me cry. It made me angry. It it brought a lot of emotions that, yeah, it was That's a fucked up episode emotionally for me. Yeah, it was a, a fucked up emotional episode for me. And uh, last week, yep. okay, there was a big reveal at the end of last week's episode. Yes. Now, you guys cheated on me a little bit because they started talking about it in our group chat before I saw the episode. So I kind of saw it coming. And the minute the show starts and you see the praying and the whole prisoners and rehabilitating people that, you know, deny the, 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 um, the, Vulcan, way the Vulcan way, right away I thought, oh, Cyborg. I, but because they had, again, because these guys, without saying it, were talking about the reveal at the end, the blah, blah, blah. So I was looking for what that reveal was going to be, and and, and and I called it right at the beginning of the show. But still, are we actually going to get a Cyborg storyline? I mean, we kind of have to. There's no way they would introduce him like this without giving us, first of all, a new Cyborg, a new actor as Cyborg, and, and a Cyborg ongoing storyline. It's going to be like the new lore Thing. You know how you had lore in next gen? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is is Cybok gonna be Spock's lore? What do you think, Megan? Because uh, I okay, I'm just gonna another thing. Jeff told me to go back and watch the fifth movie mm-hmm. to have context for this. I'm like, but this happens before the fifth movie. It does. So maybe I'll just watch this first without the context so I don't know what's coming. <laughs> So I just watched it with the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, this is fun." Yeah, fair enough. But you, you, so you have no idea who Cyborg is, then? No, I don't have. I have the context of the episode. I mean, like, I I know in general context from like things that are on the internet and having seen other movies. But okay, so really you know he's Spock's brother. Else. Well, he says that in the episode. Oh, does he? Yeah. He does. He does oh, say okay. he is the firstborn son of. Oh, of Sarah. okay. Yep. His half brother. Yeah. See, it's been a week. See, when we don't talk about it right away, I forget. You know. Hello there, please. I cried in Obi Wan, guys. I'm trying to get him onto Obi Wan. He's still stuck on Star Trek. We'll get there. All guys. right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> fine, fine. Obi Wan well, Kenobi. Yes. Um, there's a, a lot to unpack in Obi Wan's finale. 
Uh, because I thought it was great. At the same time, there's a part that I thought sucked. I have, I have, I have, I have notes. Um, I never have notes, and I have notes. Perfect. Okay, so yeah. do you want to start going down your notes, or do you want us to give our quick thoughts, and then you can lead us down your notes? Whatever you want, guys. Megan, I how got, about you start? Lot, give us your thoughts. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, well, you guys get in first. I'm just like I'm. I'm so ready. I watched the episode, and literally as soon as I finished, I messaged Jeff and was like, "If you guys are talking about Obi Wan this week, I want to be on. I want to talk about how awesome this was." Because mm-hmm. that was just my immediate gut reaction, and I have a feeling that like, I I don't know if people aren't going to agree with me for what my want my favorite part, but what like a big part of why I liked it, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved the finishing storyline for the third sister. I love the like the storyline they took her on. I love the parallels that she ended up being like better than how Anakin turned out. She was faced with the same decision and she rose above it and let go of the rage and the bitterness and chose to be good. I'm just like this is yes. Yes. <laughs> Give me personal character development. <laughs> Yeah, I love how the lightsaber fights now. All of it. It was so good. I have no complaints of that entire episode. I am in 100%. So good. I love that the lightsaber fights are now filmed with practical lightsabers. Yeah. It it completely changes the look of a lightsaber fight. I mean, it's, it's, it's. It's amazing. <laughs> I I freaking love it. I mean, we got two incredible lightsaber fights in this, and they were both they were both wicked. Um, I loved. I'm gonna go through a couple of the points off the top of my head of things that I love. The third sister's closing act was not one of them. I was actually quite mad. That's the one thing that pissed me off. I felt like they wrecked her character. It was a complete Why? letdown for her character. Her whole point of but why because she actually even though she was not even though she was trying to kill vader yeah she still went to the dark side she still yeah. killed a bunch of people and kids and she yeah. killed a jedi in episode one you know she she's supposed to be a villain this could have been a real opportunity for lucasfilm give us a new villain to build stories around other than Vader and they fucked that up by oh I couldn't do it oh boo hoo hoo now I'm good like are you fucking serious like for once we have a, a proper good villain in Star Wars that we can build whole story arcs around and you I don't know that's how I felt yeah, about that but, but they have other ones still that they've like fleshed out other characters within like that come from Clone Wars or Rebels or that like they have the Inquisitor they, do. And they have the dude with the flat hat and I don't remember either of their names but the, the, that's the fifth brother yeah yes him like yeah, they have the other characters brother. that they've fleshed out so they have other ways that they can go with that they can continue into that I like the parallels and the fact that it showed a redemption arc instead of someone just completely succumbing into it yeah. When faced yeah. with the same, and when faced with being the villain that she was scared of in childhood, she chose to be better than that. Yeah. This this redemption arc goes with the theory that I've been talking about for a couple of weeks now and and me and Jeff actually have been talking about and I want to let everybody in on this how every single episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi mirrored episode 1 through 6 of the Skywalker trilogy or Skywalker saga. 
I will get into this later. I will lay out all the parallels. Well, not all of them. I'm sure there are many more. But I will lay out the parallels that I have found in episode one through sixes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and, well, episode one through six of Star Wars. Um, I loved, loved, loved how a lot of the issues that people have had with the original dialogue between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi being that Obi-Wan calls Vader Darth because Darth is not his name. It's his title, right? Um, and in this episode at the end, he basically tells him, well, then my friend really is dead. Uh, and then he says, uh, good, oh, goodbye, Darth. <laughs> goodbye, Darth. And he, and I was like, ah, there we go. They completely brought it full circle now for me. Uh, and the quote, you know, uh, you didn't kill, oh, uh, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yep. Uh, and you almost felt his intensity change, even though you only see his yeah. eye. You can see it go back to the crazy eye. Oh, my God. Oh, you, that you, you gave me fucking grin. chills. You could see him oh, grin. Yeah, I killed him. him. Grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was. Listen, that that whole. It was so good. Obi-Wan so Kenobi could have been a two-hour movie built around this one fight, and I would have been okay with it. We didn't need six episodes. To be honest, it could have been one episode, a one-hour episode built around this fight, and I would have been happy with it because this fight was amazing when Obi-Wan raises out of the holes and he just friggin' lifts all those rocks and fires them at Vader. Listen, there's so much in that fight that was amazing that I don't know where to even go with it. Uh, yeah, it was so good. It was really, really, really good. Bail Organa apparently is an idiot. I guess he's the only person in the Galactic Empire that doesn't know you don't leave secret information on somebody's fucking voicemail. Like, really? I don't even know it was that secret to be... I mean, not that it was not secret, but it, it didn't really say a whole lot. just said the other child's just, on Tatooine. Well, you you're right, really but have a lot of, still, you don't, give, yeah. you don't say anything, right? No, no, no. I, I, no, I agree uh, with you. <laughs> it was even weirder that she was able to piece it together with I don't know that she was. I don't know that she necessarily was. I don't know that she even knew that that was Anakin's son. I don't know that she knew that. She knew that the child was important to Obi Wan, and she knew she wanted to take her frustrations out in some way on a young on a young child. I don't know that she fully knew who he was. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Right. But regardless, I feel like that final that finale was uh, an allegory for me anyway, an allegory for the current era of Star Wars, because mm -hmm. it had some good things, some terrible things. Some amazing things, some frustrating things, and then just a couple of cool little wink, wink, knock, knock, East, mm -hmm. Easter egg things. Because I tell you what, I thought the Owen and Aunt Baru storyline throughout that episode was really good. Yeah. I love how they like took a stand. Like, he's not our nephew, he's our son. This is our home. We're not leaving. Oh, she's coming? Cool. The guns are right here. We're going to make a stand. I don't care if she's a force user. I don't care if she's an inquisitor. We're not leaving and we're going to fight for his life. It completely elevated them and makes you really feel for what happened in A New Hope to them, mm -hmm. right? And now you're thinking, you know what? I know we just kind of saw the after effects, but I'm willing to take they took. I'm willing to bet they took some of those bucket heads with them in A New Hope when when they yeah. came for when they yeah. came for them. So that I thought was good. Obviously, the entirety of the duel was amazing. Like there was 
I don't know how they could have done that any better. JS, your point with the, the real lightsabers where you can tell that they're actually lit on set. It's not a rotoscoping. They've not gone back in later with CGI. That's the actual light that's hitting their faces. The dual lighting amazing. on Anakin as he's clearly speaking yeah. in Anakin's voice, you see the blue. And then as he's kind of going back over to James Joya's voice, he sees the red and you can see the conflict sort of within him and yeah. the passion and the, the emotion on Ewan McGregor's face when not only does he realize that that is still Anakin somewhere in there, but now that he's dead, he's sorry. He gets, we want to get to move on with his life. Absolutely amazing. Uh, frustrating for me is still the Reva storyline. I, I like the Reva storyline, but I almost would have preferred it if they had given that entire story arc with the Grand Inquisitors just its own show. Just have it be its own thing. Yeah, it almost should have been. I feel like the story itself is cool, but it doesn't really connect with the Obi-Wan Anakin arc. Like it's it's almost like they just are running two completely separate arcs that just happened to kind of Yeah, they cross over bit, at a few points, so they're like, let's even, just put it even, in one. Even the crossover doesn't it doesn't feel very genuine. I feel like they're two good complete stories that should have been just two complete separate stories. Kind of like what you're saying, Jess. Like it would have made a really great two and a half hour movie of just the arc of Obi-Wan rescues mm -hmm. leia all that jazz if they had taken reva out of it and given her her own show to do her own thing with the grand inquisitors and, and her fight against darth and everything else i think that would have been a pimp ass show it just didn't connect well in this show so that was kind of i found that kind of frustrating Maybe. but i'll tell you what by the way the hello there fantastic qui-gon at the end come on man like well, we fan knew he service? was going to show up. We knew he I'll was going to show up. I'll take all the fan service it. you want yeah. to give me, man. I'm a, I'm an absolute idiot nerd for fan service. But all of that pales comparison to how fucking mad I was with the Star Destroyer chasing the freighter at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the show. That was done so badly. I don't remember the last time I've been that mad other than the last time I remember being that mad at something where the logic gaps were so many and so stupid was when uh, at the beginning of the last Jedi, when when they have bombers in space, and bombs are dropping out through <laughs> gravity in space where there's no gravity, but not even the logic gaps. Like I've seen people saying, like, "Well, where were the Tie Fighters? Why didn't they just release the Tie Fighters?" You're absolutely right. No Tie Fighter. Even a throwaway line be like, the "Tie Bay is broken. We didn't have time to put Tie Fighters in." Whatever. And people saying like, "Why turn the whole capital ship over to the shuttle?" And then Vader just gets in his own shuttle anyway. Why didn't just Vader just get into his shuttle? No, 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 no. At three minutes, at the three-minute mark, the Star Destroyer is peppering the shit out of that freighter with turbolaser fire. 20 seconds later, Vader says, increase firepower, and they turn it up to 11. Eight minutes later, they're still Obi-Wan going. gets on the shuttle and finally gets off that ship. And the whole time they're on the freighter... Like it's rocking every now and then, but everybody's like laissez faire, like like dude, the dude, 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 dude crossing yeah, the Obi Wan <laughs> and the dude have like this quiet conversation, and there's a star destroyer right there, hammering them with turbo laser shots for eight minutes, and nothing happens. I'm like, this is it took me out so hard. I was so mad. I'm like, why didn't you just edit it so that? Obi-Wan has all this conversation for five minutes with Leia. He says he's going to leave. Like, the starter story is not there yet. Just have him have all of this conversation, talk about the motivator being broken, then have the starter story come in and start hitting him with shots, and then he fucks off. Then it all makes perfect sense. And then Vader gets in the shuttle, let's go. But no, you just have a star, an Imperial-class Star Destroyer hitting this geek-ass freighter for eight minutes, and nothing happens. There's not even a scratch on the damn ship. 
I was like, okay, I'm just mad. I'm just so mad. Everybody's like TIE Fighters. I don't even care about the TIE Fighters. I didn't even care about it. I'm like, this Raider's Star Destroyer. This has the, this Raider has the best rear deflector shields of any <laughs> ship yeah. in any science fiction anywhere ever. I was so upset. That's all to, the energy I have to use today. Send out those plans. Be like, everywhere uh, needs these. <laughs> these shields, uh, sell them. They're great. So that's what I'm saying. Like that final episode was like uh, like an allegory for me for for the entirety of the Disney era of Star Wars. Some things amazing, some things good, some fan servicey stuff, some things frustrating, and some things that are just are just bad. But just lazy Mike, rating. Michael makes a good point there too. At least the music was good. Did you finally feel JS? Yeah, after, but it wasn't until the end of the fucking after, show that we finally Vader, get the Imperial March, and it's like, oh, after, come yeah, on. After, after Vader gets Vader gets dressed down by Papa Palpatine there, and we finally get the whole Imperial March. Yeah, I, I saw uh, some theories online as to why they did that and such, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand your frustrations. I, I agree with you on this. Yeah, point. the the music took me out of the show. Mm-hmm. There's a couple sequences in the show. Not necessarily in the final episode, because the final episode was just so over the top that you don't really have time to even think about the music. But in some of the episodes, it's like, dude, how the fuck are you fighting Vader in the Imperial? Like, how does Vader even just walk on set and it's not the Imperial March playing? That blows my mind. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Tanith, Loki Quinn Cosplay, says, I think she didn't know it was his son because she said something to Owen about how he protects him like he's their own. And Owen says he is. Maybe. If, if, if she did, I just feel like they did a really shit job of, of trying to, to connect the dots. A little bit of exposition in that entirety of that would have served them served them well. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, and honestly, there I might have been. It might have gotten cut. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I I the only thing good about that whole twist of the third sister going to Tatooine and, and finding Owen and, oh, and going to the farm she, was she for there. that sequence where she got there in a hurry by the way and she got there fast for oh, somebody that she, took two lightsaber friggin you know. she got there, there really fast that that is I don't yeah. know but like, how, how did she leave she yeah I don't know how she left I don't know how she got there so fast I don't know how she survives a stab from Vader's lightsaber, not once but twice. <laughs> Poor Qui Gon, that's like Force Ghost. Look at all these guys getting stabbed in the stomach. He's like, dude, I get stabbed in the stomach once and I'm dead. And this, this, this weird dude with the friggin' stereo headset and is built into his head. He gets stabbed in the stomach. He's fine. She gets stabbed twice. She's fine. I get stabbed one time, and I die in like 14 seconds, long enough for Obi Wan to tell Obi Wan to train Darth Vader to be the yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'm winded. I'm, I'm winded. Uh, you guys saw for a while. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm all done. Jennifer said 100% bang on, uh, pun intended. I think that was to your uh, the ship being peppered uh, comment. Um, I, Loki Quinn says, I loved Owen saying that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jennifer, again, the cinematography, lighting. I just lost it. In the yep. show, is bar none the best in the franchise? It is for sure. The lighting, the lighting was great. Um, I loved the switch between the blue and the red during the conversation. Yeah, they I did hear switched. some people. Did you have anybody complaining about how dark it was, though? Because I had a few different people saying they could barely see what was going on, especially on on Tatooine, because it was like in a desert at night, and and other no, than the lightsabers no where issues. it was hitting them. Okay, honestly, I had no, I, wasn't too bad. No? no, I saw a few people posting it, and then I saw a few people talking about it online. I uh, mean, my, my the lightsaber so choreography wasn't the 
the best. You could tell that the actors are getting old just as the characters are getting old. But, I mean, you know, an out-of-practice Obi-Wan versus a guy missing both his arms and legs. I mean, of course, the lightsaber fights aren't going to be like they were back in the prequel days. But I loved that they incorporated a lot of the things from their original fight. Oh, when he does yeah. that three point, he does the thing, and he does yeah, this, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I will do what I must. <laughs> yeah. You know, then you uh, will die. Uh, they've incorporated they, like, a lot, and I thought it was amazing. It was a very, very fitting fight. I loved how finally, at one point in the fight, Obi Wan is back to being Obi Wan. You know, he the sees Luke and he love. sees Leda and he realizes, look, this is just dumb. And that's when he just goes fucking Super Saiyan, you know, or Super Saiyan or whatever you call it. And just comes out of that, crawls out of that hole and just blasts Vader's with those boulders. Which yep. I thought was a little odd because I don't care who you are. If you're getting hit with big giant boulders, wouldn't that even, like, they didn't even knock him back. Like, they were hitting him and breaking up as they were hitting him, and I'm thinking, well, that's a little odd, you know? Like, is he, like, force-smashing them before he hits them? Like, I'm just going to go with that. He's, like, breaking them as they're... Force-shield. I don't know. How how cool was it that Obi-Wan was the first one to figure out, hey, I don't have to be... It was almost like um, uh, Batman in The Dark Knight Rises when he's fighting Bane and he goes after Bane's mask. It was cool that Obi-Wan like finally went after like the mechanics that keep like Darth Vader alive. Mm-hmm. Like even Luke didn't do that. Luke just wore yeah. him out. But Vader's like smashing his chest piece or not Vader. Obi-Wan smashed Obi-Wan. his chest piece. I'm like, that's 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 Yeah, that's the move. That's a hundred percent the move for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's talk quickly, by the way, about the Palpatine thing, because all the grief that came from the rise of Skywalker bringing him back, this felt like a much more natural fit. As far as uh, uh, an appearance by sh- our friend Sheev goes, like, did you guys feel like that was a little bit uh, too over the top, or did you feel that was where it needed to be to get Vader back on track, yeah. as opposed to continuously? I'm just surprised chasing we didn't around? see him at all in the show. <clears throat> I'm surprised that it, we had to wait till the last scene of the show to see him. I don't know. It makes uh, sense to me because he doesn't care about Obi Wan. He cares about whatever his personal goals are and what he wants Vader to do. So to be able to give the reasoning of why Vader doesn't just keep going after Obi-Wan for the next eight years, he needs to have Palpatine be like, no, remember your mission. Yeah, but his mission is to eradicate the Jedi, right? Mm, Like in this time period, the whole point of Vader and the Inquisitor is to hunt down and kill the the remaining Jedi. That is the whole purpose for the Inquisitors. Right. So So I think what happens is, is when... When Vader veers the, the Star Destroyer off from where the entire rebellion is about yeah, to be, yeah, fair enough. The Grand Inquisitor dude. goes and talks to Palpa Palpatine and be like, "You need to get Vader in check because we could have had the entire resistance in our hands, and we fought, we chased one old one dude, dude that nobody gives a shit about, except for Vader." And so, and then except she Vader. calls Vader and says, "Listen, I don't think I literally think he says, I don't think your mind is clear on what we're trying to accomplish here. Yeah, this yeah. isn't about one guy. This is about the whole damn thing. So, but you know, it wasn't a bringing him back. I feel like it was a fitting. He, he, you know, it was a it, put him in line. Yeah, it was a put him in line. But at the same time, he fit within the story because he's not dead yet. No, right. for sure. Right. Whereas yeah. in uh, uh, what was the last one called again? Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. 
Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> see, I forget what they're even called. That's how bad I think they are. Oh, you you know what uh, that middle one's called? Well, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, bringing him back was actually bringing him back, right? Yeah. Like well, it's the whole. Not- Oh, he's not dead and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, which I don't know. I feel like it should have been like Snoke should have been somehow the bad guy till the end, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't want to get on to the trilogy, the the sequel trilogy's case, because that's not what we're talking about. It was more like comparing the cameos because I do feel like the, the the Palpatine cameo felt a lot more natural. Whereas, as much as I love seeing Liam Neeson back as Qui Gon, that one felt a little more fan servicey. Even though you would have been calling for him the whole time, it still felt like like towards the end of that episode, I'm like, okay, when do we see? Like, I did not expect to see Palpatine. I knew we were going to see Qui Gon. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's yes. been talking about him for five episodes. So. Yeah, Qui-Gon he's been calling out to him nonstop, right? Yeah, I mean, that like, one felt a little more fan servicey as opposed to the Palpatine one. The Palpatine one actually, I was like, oh my god, it's it's actually Ian McDermott. It's actually, and he's just on a hollow, and he's just like, get your shit and get your shit together, Darth. And then he, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. Like you couldn't have done that any better. That's what Tansa said. I think it was a perfect cameo. I agree. I agree. It didn't feel fan servicey. It felt like it was a natural flow of the story, for sure. Oh. Um. We've been on for 50 minutes, and I want to get to comparing. Okay, yes, go ahead. Season two. Yes, season two. So now well, okay. So he has paying. publicly gone out and said he would be interested in As Obi-Wan Kenobi having more adventures. Yes. Whether that happens or not, we don't know. The showrunner, Deborah Chow, has basically come out and said, I don't know. She said that this is a self-contained story, but yeah. if the demand is there and if the actors are willing to return, there obviously there is still there's nine years between this and a new hope. So there are more stories they could tell. Would yeah. you guys, and for you guys in the chat as well, would you guys want to see another season like another season of Obi-Wan? And if you did, what would you want that to look like? Would you want it to still be this cat and mouse with Darth Vader? Or no. would you want him to do something completely different? Mm-hmm. Away from all the legacy characters. Yeah. Because in order to keep it consistent with what happens in A New Hope, he would have to keep beating Vader when they're interacting, but not killing him. Mm -hmm. And I think you can get away with that like a couple of times, but if they do it like again and again and again, it's going to be like, Obi-Wan, why are you just not, he's murdering people in the galaxy. Just get rid of him. Mm -hmm. And that's my concern with the second season is what what do you do? Because yeah, Tance just said I'd be down, and Michael was like, "No, it's done." So, what would you do if it's not going to be with Vader and the Grand Inquisitors? What's the story that you'd want to tell that would have some relevance between now and A New Hope? To me, first of all, it it, it can't have relevance. That's the problem. If you're going to do another Obi Wan story, it cannot have any kind of relevance to before or after. It needs to be its own thing. That's the first. Yeah. Thing. I think, and what I would want to see is an actual character piece on Obi Wan Kenobi. Him actually being alone in the desert. Him training with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Him struggling with his own mind and becoming a crazy old hermit. Right? I want to see him turn into... You know how we see the Joker become the Joker? I want to see Obi-Wan Kenobi become Allegheny. That's what I was expecting to see in this show. 
Well, that's and what I, I was. You, that's what I wanted to see in the show. I think you got that in the first uh, couple episodes that everybody you got it a little bit boring and blah blah blah. But I think yeah, you, you got saw, it a little bit. Yeah, I think I think you had some of that. But the thing with this this particular series and, and what really kind of came to pass in that six, everyone loves a six episode because of the legacy tie-ins because for of sure all the people that love the legacy the prequel stuff this this yeah. entire generation that loved the prequel stuff love the clone wars this was their swan song this was their mm-hmm. the ultimate yeah. so if you do a season two where you get rid of all that is it going to have the same impact as this season did if you don't have all of those bridges to connect or that foundation to build on you know, I, I feel like that's why Deborah Chow is so hesitant about saying, oh, yeah, 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 sure, we'll do a season two. Because, yeah. you know, what direction do you take? I love my boy right? Obi-Wan. I love Ewan McGregor. I don't think they should do any more of this. I think no, I don't think so done. either. I think that, that this should be it. <laughs> it was. This should have been a movie to me. It was, it was good. Yeah, they this should have been it. a movie. Yeah, that's they don't Corey, need Corey's anymore. Thing. I don't need more seasons if they didn't initially plan for it versus forcing it along for the sake of the machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loki Quinn, I agree with Megan, though. It can't be a Vader story. I think you can do a Vader story as a Vader show, which we initially yes. thought this might be, yeah. but you don't just can't involve have them interact again. I do think, though, that a Vader show would make more sense. Uh, yeah. And Fatty and my buddy Stu says, can't make those weirdos be right. Yeah. I mean, it's. <sighs> It was popular, and I'm sure it, it made Boku dollars for Disney, and and I'm sure the viewership kept getting better and better and up and up as it went, but you have so many stories to tell with so many different characters. Yeah, I say if or you yeah, want to stay in that timeline. Maybe do a film, right? Yeah. I think if maybe. you want to keep doing shows in this timeline that you don't do in Obi-Wan Season 2, Season 2 is Vader. Right. See, I don't yeah. know where they would go with Vader, though, because to have, like, a storyline for a show run, you need some sort of like a character development or a change. And he's already Vader, how we know him in a new hope now. And he needs to still stay that way at the end to end up still being the villain. So there's not going to be any. So I disagree with that a little bit. I disagree with that a little bit. Uh, We, I don't think we've ever seen Vader as savage and as aggressive and as ruthless as he is now. Like, they've shown us on screen him breaking a kid's neck. They've shown him on screen grab a woman with the force and drag her through mud. You know, like, we've, he's been, I don't, I don't know that they've ever portrayed Vader like this, and I love it. I want more of it. I don't know, Jeff, you hate it because in your mind, it diminishes his, his turn at the end, but I love this. Honestly, he doesn't even turn at the end of Jedi. All he does at the end of Jedi is is save his son and kill the Emperor. He doesn't do anything. Everything that happens on the Death Star, by the way, in Return of the Jedi, has no impact on the rest of the story. They still blow up the Death Star. They don't need anything that's happening with Luke, Vader, and the Emperor to happen. No. It makes no... It has no. no impact on what physically happens there. However, saying that, we still have nine years before A New Hope. And it's yep. in A New Hope that Tarkin says that the Emperor has dissolved the Senate and is now a true galactic empire. Mm-hmm. So the only type of Vader show I would want to see is him still kind of the character development, I think, would be him still bucking against Palps, right? Like he's still seeing Palpatine as his master, but you can tell there's still that splinter of hatred, that splinter of distrust, that splinter of whatever. But watching him slowly start to build the Galactic Empire on the backs of dead Jedi and 
and subjugated systems. I think that could be a cool show that you could make and watching mm -hmm. him having some level of internal conflict and maybe replaying some of the stuff with Obi-Wan in his head or replaying some of the stuff when he was Anakin in, in his head to try to give you like some sort of glimmer of hope of what we eventually see in return when Luke finally gets him to, I guess, quote unquote, turn. He doesn't really, but like regardless. You know what I mean? He doesn't that, have to end up as a force ghost. Which is, I don't even want to talk about it. He killed a room full of kids and he gets a four You know, if you've seen Star Wars Theory's Vader fan film, I think you can clearly see that there's a way to make a Vader story interesting. Yeah. From his internal struggle that. and his yeah. want to kill Palpatine to his chase of another Jedi. Potentially Mace Windu. You know what I mean? Like, there's other Jedi that Vader could go after, right? Um, there's been rumors for years that Mace Windu's not dead, right? Well, rumors. Just an arm? Just an arm. It's just an arm. It's, it's just an arm. Right? Who in Star more. Wars have not st lost an arm, right? Everybody, Everybody in Star Wars has lost an arm. Yes, yeah. Anakin lost, like, three of them. Come on, man. That's fine. Uh, four. Well, I think Anakin's it, it, lost it, all four limbs. Well, now he has, but I think the initial fight, he lost the legs and one arm, but he still had his other arm, right? No, he had already lost his first arm to Dooku. Oh, yeah. So he lost his first arm to Dooku, and then he loses his other arm and his legs to <laughs> Obi-Wan. Tell us how you feel, Jeff. I will, Stu. I will. A salacious <laughs> B-crumb story. Yep. Hey, okay, guys. Um, we yeah. got to veer off a little bit here because uh, we've been on for an hour, and I want you guys to listen to this. You guys know how much... I love to theorize on this damn show. Oh, shit. So the theory that I've been submitting to Jeff over the last couple of weeks is that when they built the script and the story for Obi-Wan Kenobi, every single episode of that script or of that show was to mirror an episode in the Skywalker saga. So six episodes, episode one through six. In episode one of Obi-Wan Kenobi, we actually get reintroduced to who Obi-Wan Kenobi is at this point. Just like in episode one, when we get reintroduced to a brand new Obi-Wan Kenobi, because we knew Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now we were being reintroduced to a much younger Obi-Wan Kenobi, whereas this time it's a much older Obi-Wan. In this episode, we also get introduced to a brand new dark side user who just so happens to use a dual-bladed lightsaber. Just like in episode one where we get introduced to a brand new dark side, or dark side user with a dual-bladed lightsaber. And then Obi-Wan looks through his goggles at young Luke playing pod racer, just like Anakin was pod racing in episode one. Hold on, I'm taking notes. Pod racing. Uh, okay, go ahead. i to make sure I'm up to speed, up to date on that. Continue. Make sure we're following. That's right. Now, so episode two. Home, we're on episode two now. Yeah, episode two. I think episode two is very clear. In Attack of the Clones, the the movie starts with Anakin and Obi Wan on this cyberpunk style futuristic world where you know they save uh, Padme and they go on this big chase in the cyberpunk world where again Obi Wan in Episode Two ends up in this futuristic cyberpunk world and goes on this big chase where he actually meets a clone. Mm, yes, he meets a clone trooper in Episode Two. So two attack of the clones meets a stone trooper, a clone trooper, and it is uh I never pronounce his, his name right, Tamora Morrison. Yep. I'm gonna say that's how it's pronounced. Uh it's actually him playing the clone trooper 
who said in an interview that he had never actually worn the clone trooper armor. In all of the prequels, the armor was always CG. He was just wearing like a green suit. The armor was always CG on to him. He says a lot of the characters and faces you see in the, the, the prequels are them filming him between takes. So they're filming him between takes as he's having conversations and doing things, and they're taking these and they're putting his face onto all the different clones. Anyway, so episode two, you know, Cyberpunk City, we meet a clone. Episode three, and episode three, Obi-Wan finally faces off against Vader. Just like in episode three. Uh, Vader drags obviously Obi-Wan through the fire just like Vader was burning in episode 3 oh yeah and then Vader kills a kid in episode 3 just like he kills the younglings or the whatever they're called in Revenge of the Sith so so far the first three episodes have followed Episodes 1, 2, and 3 of the Skywalker Saga pretty closely. In episode 4, Obi-Wan is sneaking through hallways of an Imperial base to rescue Leia. Just like in A New Hope, Obi-Wan sneaking through hallways to save Leia. He even leaves a communicator, or or Tala leaves a communicator on the table. The same way that C-3PO leaves a communicator in the security booth when he goes and hides in the closet. As they're calling out for help, and you get a zoom in on the communicator, just like in episode four. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there's the one scene where Obi-Wan is hiding, and there's stormtroopers coming. And he uses the force to make a sound to get their attention so they'll go the other way. Just like he did on the Death Star in episode four. So there's a lot, a lot of parallels in. Uh, uh, Episode 4 of Obi-Wan. Episode 5, well, Episode 5 was the real killer for me because in Episode 5, Obi-Wan actually teaches Anakin the lesson that Yoda is trying to teach Luke on Dagobah. Stop trying to be good, just fucking do it. Stop trying to win and just do it. There is no try. Now, um, who says this? A Jedi's... Oh, yeah, this is Yoda's quote. A Jedi's strength flows through the Force. Beware of the dark side. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the Force they are. Easily they flow, quick to join in a fight. The fight that Anakin and Obi-Wan were having. But once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Consume you at will, as did Obi-Wan's apprentice. And on the other side, you get Obi-Wan telling Anakin, you're too aggressive, Anakin. Be mindful. A Jedi's goal is to defend life, not take it. You're a great warrior, Anakin. But your need to prove yourself is your undoing. Until you overcome it, a Padawan, you'll still be. Anakin is literally learning the lesson that Obi-Wan, uh, that Yoda was trying to teach Luke. Well, clearly, that, clearly not he, learning well, it. Well, not learning it. Well, he never he learned the lesson. Correct. He didn't learn oh, the lesson. I'm just, I'm going to sneak in really quickly. Why, why didn't they de-age Hayden Christensen for that scene? I don't know. I think they did that a little one bit, but not as scene, much. Yeah, that, that threw me off. Same really thing when you weird. see him under the hood during Order 66. He's not de-aged either, which I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. 
at least with the hood, you're framing his face, so you're only getting this. It's not as bad, but man, that lightsaber duel in the middle of the day when it's just his hair and it's just his, his you know, 40-year-old face. Like he looks 40-year-old Padawan, okay. you know? Like... He looks great. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't look 20 anymore, so I, I'm not... That was such a weird choice thematically. Anyways, continue. Yeah, well, listen, we're down to episode six. <clears throat> I think episode six is, it, it, is very <clears throat> self-explanatory. Obi-Wan gives himself up to face Vader just like Luke gave himself up to face Vader. Obviously, they get to face off, and, and, and well, Vader loses to Ben the same way that he lost to Luke. And then at the end, obviously, Ben sees the Force ghost of his old master, just like Luke sees the Force ghost of his old masters at the end of Return of the Jedi. So I feel like it's hard to argue that they didn't plan ahead of time to have these parallels throughout the series. If it wasn't planned, I mean, holy shit, man. I don't know what they were smoking. So that's my pitch, and I'm sticking with it. Parallels make sense. I don't know if they intended all of it, but, like, I could see them trying to draw on, like, things from the different episodes. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a lot more that that I missed. I mean, these are just the things that I could think of off the top of my head. After every episode, I'd write them down, waiting for this moment. You're like, I'm going to need this information. I, so what are I your thoughts? Off, what, what, I, what was the middle part again? I missed the, the, the three and four. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's a great theory. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's funny how we'll be okay with certain rehashes and, and, and certain rehashes were not. Like everybody shit all over The Force Awakens because this, this is a rehash of New Hope. And you basically just said all six of these episodes are just rehashes of the six movies. But we're okay with it. So I don't know why we pick ones to be okay with and ones to be not be okay with, but if you tell a good story, just tell a good story. And you know what? Those six I movies, think it's in the even execution. though some of them weren't executed very well in those six movies, but you're still telling a, a good story. This told a good story. Just use elements from those story elements to tell a good story. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I'm. I, I, if it was intentional, fantastic. If it wasn't, it's a hilarious coincidence. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we're not quite as passionate about it as you are, JS, but I'm glad this took some time for you and got say, you like, really excited. I like the parallels. I like the idea of them drawing from it because I could see them trying to reference back to things from the original tri- the original, bleh, original trilogy at the very least because that's the last time that we saw these characters and having to draw those parallels for their interactions and different things in this episode since it's the same characters. Makes sense. Well, you mean the prequel trilogies? Or, yes. The first yeah. one's chronologically of the, like, one, two, three. Yes. So the prequel trilogy yeah. is the last time we saw these characters. Yes. Yes. Yes, because in the sequel trilogy, they're not really these characters anymore. I mean, I guess they are, but... It's Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. It's not... I think it has legs. There you go. Jordan's on board. There you go. He's there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you, Jordan. It has legs. Thanks unlike, my uh, back. Unlike, unlike Anakin. Anakin. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. No legs on that guy. Yeah, that's like, what do you call a dog with no name? <laughs> you don't. He's not coming anyway. <clears throat> Didn't I make you a lot shorter? You shared that meme. Was it today or yesterday? Oh, I don't man. know what it was, but it's. Yeah. I, I actually busted out laughing wherever I was. I, yep. I, I laughed out loud for real when I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Now, again, yes, yes. and by the way, see, this is the difference, too, between uh, fan 
complete and utter fan service. So Obi-Wan walking up to Luke and, and pausing and getting that shitty grin and saying, hello there, I think works. During yep. the duel, when Vader collapsed the ground and Obi's in the bottom of the pit and Vader's up on top and he just looks down at him, he can make a high jo- he can make a high ground reference there, but he doesn't. And I think it's a wise choice that he didn't. I'm willing to bet you those writers sat in that script. Room, Every single one of us thought it. Put away and crossed it out and put it in and crossed it out. They probably had meetings for days to figure out, do we actually do this? Does he make some cheeky remark about the high ground? Because it's not in character for him to do that. It absolutely is not in character for him to do that. But I Just guarantee you, we all thought I'm a sassy little bitch. They probably uh, could have gotten away with him doing it in like uh, trying to be menacing or trying to like pull one over I, on him. Way if he made think... it as a joke, it would have been weird. But everybody made the joke internally, and I think if the situation yeah. is reversed, I think I think Obi Wan probably says something again, like "Here I am on the high ground again." But it's not in character for Vader to make a cheeky, sarcastic comment. It's never anything that's ever come out of his mouth when he's Vader. So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad they didn't do that. But of course, the second he's standing up on top of the pit and Obi's down below, and Obi literally, they cut to Obi looking up at him. I'm like, are they going to do no. it? Is he going to say Look it? Who it uh, the high uh, now. Uh, no, they didn't say it. All right, good. Yeah, I did appreciate that. You can tell, I'm telling you right now, there was a, a lengthy debate in the writer's room when that script was coming together. Like, do we do it? Do we not do it? Yeah. I don't think they need to say anything we all knew. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes the fan service is just giving us that much. You don't always have to bash us over the head with it. So, because yeah. the Having, hello there the is shot, very the close. Like the hello there is just like on that cusp of being a little bit too cheesy or a little bit too corny, a little bit too fan servicey. No, they, I they, liked it. No, I did too. No, no, like I said, it's on the cusp. It's not quite. Yeah. Yeah. If he'd have said it almost at any other point in the series, it'd have been like, eh. But because he said at the very end when he finally gets to meet Luke, yeah, it's. I think then it works okay. But I mean, that when he walks up to Luke, he even paused and he's got this big shit eating grin on his face, and then he says hello there. I'm like, you know exactly what you're doing, and we all love you for it. So um, I was, yeah. And it must have been fun for him as well. Right? Of course. Like, oh yeah, to be able to go back for that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm trying yeah. to. I should try and find the um the video again. I think one of uh I think it was Corey sent it to uh, our group chat for the people that always watch like the the Wednesday shows together for Disney. And it was someone had made a video and put all three of the hello there's and like synced them up for like when it had happened. I'm like, oh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, I think is it the the forty million or the four hundred million hello there's? Have you haven't so. seen that? Oh, just Google that on YouTube. I will. Yeah, you, you'll you'll hate me after it, but just Google no. it. It's it's. Well, in that case, I, I don't need to see it. That's fine. it's one of those things that's that's worth seeing once. I'll have as much respect for you now as I ever have or ever will. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, thanks, bud. But you know, hey, no problem at all. <laughs> uh did we get through your list there uh did, did you get through all the stuff you wanted to talk about i feel I like you so. got I mean, through that pretty quick it was definitely the the obi-wan thing we we definitely wanted to address i don't know is there going to be a gap what's the next star wars thing now uh endor not endor andor andor okay yeah andor is the next one is that is a story uh revolve it's it's the story of the early creation of the rebellion. Five so years very, before, very five years before Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the very, very okay. early stages of the rebellion. It's about okay, so in this time been, frame. Yeah, I was gonna Are say, we, so it would have been like Obi-Wan three to four frame. years after this show. 
No, it would have been around the same time. Well, if it's five years before Rogue One, Rogue One happens like right before A New Hope because Leia's. You're right. It ends with at the beginning. You know, you're right. So yes. So then it would be about four or five years after this. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So August thirty first, twenty twenty two, is when the first two episodes will drop. Yeah. And so, uh, as much as they're calling it Andor, that's a twelve-episode series, by the way, and it's yeah. already been confirmed for a second season. So we're gonna yeah. get twenty-four episodes of this show. So, mm-hmm. man alive, that's, yeah. that's 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 a lot. Interesting. It's gonna we'll be see. a lot, we'll but a lot. <clears throat> that's that's a that's a whole whole lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a super big fan of that character specifically, but I like the idea of going to the early days of the rebellion. Um, which is going to be another opportunity to bring Vader in and another opportunity to do like different things again, right? Things that we've heard of or, or seen in comics or video games or whatnot that we might be able to see now, right? So, And it's going to coincide very much with the timeline of the Rebels show as well. So yeah. I wouldn't sure. be surprised if we see characters from Rebels pop up in this. And you'll have to tell me who they are because... I don't have the foggiest clue. Yeah, me either. You guys should check it out. Rebels had a rough start, but it got really, really good. Hooks you in pretty quick. Might watch it eventually. We'll see how it I'm goes. I'm excited yeah. for K2SO. Is K2SO even going to be on the... Like, it's five years before Rogue One, so I, I, will there even be a K2SO? Like, is it mm. confirmed that Alan Tudyk is coming back for that? I don't know. I mean, yeah. if they're smart, there will be, because the best part of Star Wars is the droids. Yeah, well, specifically for that movie, for that droid, movie sure. K2SO yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's Alan He's, Tudyk. What are you going to do, man? He's, well, that's the thing. I love yeah. Alan Tudyk. It doesn't matter yeah, what do he know? does, right? Yeah. It's not even his Alan first time playing a robot. the only actor right? that could get away with playing a chicken and uh, just nailing it. It's Alan Tudyk. Playing a chicken. Yep. In Moana. He voiced uh, Hey Hey. Did he really? <laughs> yep. Just made chicken noises the whole time. He's also King uh, Candy. He does very, very great voice work, Mr. Tudyk does, along he with does. some brilliant He actors. is listed in the cast of Andor as K2SO. Oh. There we go. Well, they're not completely dumb then, so that's good. So they're, they're bringing them they, back. They know what the people yeah. want. Yep. <laughs> and oh, Forrest go. Whitaker will be back as Sagarera as well. Sagarera, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, is there, who is it that's on that? Like one of the people that was like one of the bigger actors that was on it is the one that basically said like, oh yeah, we're there's going to be a second season. Oh, I think it's Skarsgård. I think Stellan Skarsgård is on that show. He is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was the one that dropped the bomb that they hadn't talked about there being a second season. He's like, yeah, we're just going back to film the second season. Everybody's like, oh shit, I guess we have to tell people now there's going to be a second season. Yeah, and I think he's playing the bad guy, right? In this. Oh, probably. I don't know. I he's, think he's he playing like an that. imperial guy. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, well see. We'll I mean, see. Maybe, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Tell me a good story. Uh, well, exactly. That's all, that's all I need you to do. So right? maybe. Like, I, I I didn't really get attached to any of the characters from Rogue One because, I mean, how can you? Yeah. But I, I still same. loved the movie. I still think it was a great movie. So we'll see. Which uh, Skarsgård? St- the father. Stellan Skarsgård. So, yeah. yeah. From sorry, Thor. Skellen. From Thor. He was Stellan Skarsgård. In yeah. Dune, he's the new Baron. Yeah. <clears throat> what about Ms. Marvel? I've not watched any Ooh. of it. I don't really yeah. think it's in my demographic. So yeah, I have not it's watched Ms. Marvel. Either. I was iffy on the first episode, but it's it's gotten. I am I am happy. Excellent. Yeah, I haven't seen it at all. Um, haven't really heard of 
any comments about it. You're kind of the first person that actually has said anything about it that I know. I don't really I know saying, anybody geez, that you watches get on it. That. You have a geek podcast. Why do you not know the newest yeah, Marvel show? I, uh, guys. I don't know. With a teenage girl on it? That's clearly not meant for our demographic? Yeah, yeah that's probably I why. Mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, I watch shows about middle-aged men. You guys yes. can deal with it. No, it's, 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 I keep hearing it's iCarly. And if, if Marvel did, it's iCarly with a budget. Like, it's that kind of look and feel. Like, if iCarly and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World had a baby, it would be the Ms. Marvel show kind of thing, so... I have not seen either of those things, so I what? can't. Yeah, I don't know what iCarly is. is, but iCarly's. I've got. I've got teenage girls, so I, iCarly was a Disney. One of those Disney shows. Oh, no, like I, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've never seen the show, but I know what you're talking about. I don't show. The background art. Scott Pilgrim awesome. versus the World, though. I enjoyed that movie. I thought that was a great, great video game. Great way to make a video game based movie. I've seen that comparison a lot from Ms. Marvel. So I guess they're doing a lot of newer dynamic things with the backgrounds and, right. and the settings yeah, and such. Yeah, the art so. that they have, I saw one yeah. of the comments, like the art in the background is absolutely amazing. I love how they do it with like adding in context or with text messages and with mm -hmm. the opening and closing credits. Like, it's good. Yeah, nice. I mean, I'll get to it at one point. The, the problem is, is there's so much to watch now. So many things to watch. There's so many things to do. There's, you know, conventions well, coming up. There's... Obi-Wan is over. Well, Obi-Wan is over. Your You're right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, although I will add it to the list of move, of shows that I still haven't watched, including Stranger Things. Uh, what was the other show, too, that I just added to my must-watch list? Uh, the Boys. The I haven't watched The, the boys. boys yet. Yeah, get, get, oh, your ass. Uh, get your ass for The Boys. I'm trying to work my way through season two right now, and it's it's a lot. And I hear that season three is even more. So I don't know how well that's going to go for me. Yeah, sure I think is. that show is just going to keep getting crazier, and crazier, crazier and crazier until it's until it's Amazon says, "Yeah, you're not allowed to film that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so far, Umbrella clearly... Academy. Yeah, Umbrella Academy came out this week. That you know, that's another show I want to get. I want to watch. I, 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 I got to be honest. Great. I don't. I got maybe two thirds or three quarters of the way through the first season, and I just I was not. I just gave up on it. Really? Especially when I realized about halfway through what was actually happening with uh, with Elliot Page's character. Like, once you kind of realize what's going on, and I was like, oh, clearly she does have powers. They've just been suppressed, and it's going to be a thing. And then, yeah, and then, yeah but there's a twist. Well, See, I'm sure there the is. There's a I twist. Just, I wasn't. I just wasn't enjoying it. I was watching it for the sake Fair of enough. being able to keep up with conversations about Fair it. Enough. And then a lot of people weren't talking about it, and I was like, all right. I don't have to. Yeah, I uh, I I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. Uh, because, and my understanding is that every year of the comic book, it's the same thing. The problem they're facing, they cause. They right. are always the one that causes the issue that they're trying to fix, and by fixing it, they get into trouble again, and they've caused something else that they try to fix. Right. And it's that never endless loop of we keep saving the world because we keep fucking it up. Right. Um, yeah. That's the Umbrella Academy. Kind of yeah. like, kind of like real life, really. Kind of like real life. Yeah. 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 We've just done. Like we've account. done most of these things to ourselves, guys. Just like my bank account. We, uh, we hey, listen. The world, so. so now we need to fix it. Exactly. 
Hey, uh, we've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. Um, we need yeah. to get uh, get going and let these folks get to bed. Jeff, are you working tomorrow, by the way? I you're know. Not, I'm because off you're still for three off. weeks. Yeah. You're still off. That's right. Yes, so sir. you're off tomorrow. Yes. Are you uh, working at all? Well, Megan, Megan is work. She works herself. Say, so I, I make my own hours, though. I can go well, on whatever right. I want. It's fine. Yep. yep. Well, all right. Well, listen. Do you, do you work tomorrow, JS? I do not. You're off tomorrow. Yeah. It is Friday nice. for me, folks. So nice. I do not work tomorrow. Woo-hoo. I got a long weekend this weekend and next weekend. Ooh. Hey, there you go. There you go. Nice. Next weekend is uh, Canada Day. So, yeah. Canada Day weekend. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right. Flies. It's almost July. Yeah, sure is. Yeah. Time flies. All right, Jess, you want to sign us out of here or what? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to read some of the comments here. I'm not, I, I maybe because I wasn't following. Don't really understand what's being said here. Uh, seven <laughs> computer bugs, patch seven. Now we have nine bugs. Okay, I don't know. I, you know, Sam is is I don't know. Is Sam having a brain aneurysm or something? He might be having uh, a stroke. He might be having a stroke. Mike, sure. Mike is off next week. Thank the maker. I'll let you. They, they're going to actually let you have that week off, even. Huh. He, he, didn't th- he, he thought they were going to take the holiday away from him because they're so. Uh, they're so backed up where he works. Uh, so, uh, but apparently, yeah, maybe he is getting it up. If you are, sir, well done. I expect oh, many, is... many a drunken text from you, sir. <laughs> Sam is saying uh, the comment was about the, the bug comment was about the boys well, causing their own problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yes. Oh, good. Well, good, Michael. That's awesome. Hey, listen to everybody that stuck with us. I mean, I don't know what you're still doing here because we're a bunch of freaks just rambling on. But thanks for sticking with us. It's always great to have you guys along. Uh, for everybody that's watching on YouTube, or even if you're listening to this on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> Gotta get that plug in. <laughs> Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe below. It really helps us out. You have no idea how important it is that you guys interact with the channel, like the videos, subscribe. It costs nothing, and it really helps us. Uh, any last words? Anything you guys want to pitch before we log off? Uh, Megan, tell tell people where they can find your stuff and, and what they yes. can get from you and, and what you've got coming up vendor-wise. Okay, so I've got uh, a couple of markets coming up. I'm going to be at uh, Guelph Pirate Fest uh, July 30th, 31st, and then August 1st, the Civic Holiday Weekend, whatever the Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is. Let me make sure on the... Yep, 30th, 31st, and then August 1st. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Guelph and want to uh, do a medieval slash pirate thing, check that out because that's always fun. And then uh, after that, I'm going to be doing, or actually before that, the week before that is going to be the Fergus Medieval Festival. That is uh, July 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later in the year, there's Oxford and the Royal Medieval Fair, but that's not till September. I'll probably be on here talking about something before then. So, But tell people where they can find your stuff online and where they can, how they can get in touch with you to buy stuff. Yep. So online uh, website is ValkyrieCustomware.ca. And if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you can message me about anything that you would like made custom because I do that. Send me photos and I will send you things. In exchange for money. It works really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exchange exchange money for goods and or services. That's correct. And even if you're not interested in buying anything, still go and check out her website. Yeah. Stuff that she makes is incredible. Pretty darn dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. I have uh, Jeff? Uh, on Saturday, so two days from today, is Forest City Comic Con here in London, Ontario. 
so I will be there for the day. I've been asked to come in and participate as a, as a guest judge. So I'm going to be working with uh, Ray Gray Cosplay and the Swedish Chef. And the three of us are going to be... I don't know how we're going to collaborate because I don't speak Swedish Chef. So I'm not really sure how that's going to work, but uh, we're, we'll, we'll figure some weird thing it. that we can, yeah, we can try to, because once he puts the hat on, by the way, he's, he's a Swedish chef. He's in care. He will not talk to you. So he has to take the hat off before he'll talk to you in, in a regular voice and not just be, so I don't know how that's going to work, but Saturday, okay. yeah, that's going to be that. Um, and then Sunday I've got like a, like a little minor appearance somewhere. And then into July, uh, I do have some things going on, but I don't have my calendar in front of me. But yeah, the big thing would be Forest City Comic Con for sure on uh, on June 25th. So if you're going to be in the London area, come on out for that. It should be a good time. It's at Centennial Hall downtown. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. What about you, JS? Awesome. Nothing. Yeah, good. That's the way. Summertime. Yeah. Summertime. No, yeah, my, uh, yeah, my next big thing is Fan Expo. Um, yeah. I'm not really doing anything till then. I'm going to be busy working on my cosplay, my Doc Ock cosplay. Uh, I've got a plan. Plans are good. Okay, so I tell have, us there's a plan. I've got I've got most of a plan. Uh, okay, fine. I've got parts of a plan. That's that's right. A solid forty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. parts of a plan, right. and I'm I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to do some prototyping. Um, and then this weekend I'm going out and buying supplies and hopefully I can start building. The problem is I'm still waiting on my jacket. I'm doing a little okay. bit more of my own Doc Ock. I don't know if I've already said this. It's going to be a little bit more of a more fashion up to date Doc Ock. So instead of just the, 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 you know, raggedy long trench coat, it's going to be a little bit more of a fancy coat. And anyway, you guys will see, but I, I need the coat before I can build the chest rig and I need the chest rig before I can properly build the arms. So anyway, it's all coming. Uh, and then, you know, I'm going to be spending some me time this summer. So me time is going to the cottage a couple times and going back home for a week and going to Niagara for a long weekend. And like, that's, that's yeah, it's going to be a busy, busy summer for me. So yep. Yep, yep, stuff, yep. stuff and things. Stuff and things. Thanks. Hey, listen, Megan, thank you very, very much for coming back on. Always a pleasure to have you on. You know you are welcome back anytime. No problem. I love being here. It's very fun uh, talking slash arguing with you guys sometimes. <laughs> well, I don't know about arguing with us, but, uh, eh, you know, I think we tend to be mostly on the main page except for, you know, say, most of the time we'll, we'll leave that one. We'll let that one slide for today. Uh, Mr. Jeff, always a pleasure. Uh, hope you uh, feel a little bit better this weekend and you're able to do something and not just be on your back all, all weekend. But Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll see We'll see what happens. I mean, Lots if that's what you need to do to get better, that's what you need to do, right? Exactly. Lots of rest. Yes, sir. No yep. All righty. Well, listen, that will be it for today, everybody. Make sure that you stay geeky. We'll see you next time. <laughs>